Hey everybody, welcome to episode 54 of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. My name is Kieran, and I have been metal detecting now for nearly 30 years. This week is a bit of a hodgepodge of an episode with loads of updates and a small tech tip at the end. So I hope you enjoy the show this week. But on that, let's get on with it. Hey everyone, before we start, I want to thank you for listening to the podcast and I hope you enjoy the show this week. If you want to support the show, there are many options available from the links in the show notes below. And if you want to interact with the show, that information's in there too. But most importantly, if you like this content, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Hi all, I hope your week has been great. Spring has sprung and spring showers have limited my hunts, but the weather is brightening, which means more time for detecting. And I'm calling it right now, the detection season has officially started. Woohoo! First, a quick update on the giveaway. Don't forget to enter. Right now, we have just over 1,500 entries, which is great, so make sure to enter. And remember, you get more entries for promoting the podcast, which will get the podcast to a wider community. But on this point, I can see straight away that my subscribers, you guys, are not here for giveaways, but are here for rock-hard metal detecting tips and tricks. (laughs) I know this by the simple fact that my downloads are down for the last week's episode, over 25% down, and I don't blame you guys. Firstly, this is an experiment to see what works and what doesn't work, and you're all my guinea pigs. (laughs) And I can see that this won't work. So once this giveaway is done, it'll be back to the drawing board on how to do giveaways with my subscribers only, and I'll come back to it again in the future. I had another voicemail from Jim the DIY Detector. Have a listen here. Hello, Kieran. This is Jim, the DIY detector, Florida, USA. A couple of questions and a couple of comments. First, how is the button mounting going? Have you tried to use a coin sleeve? You may want to dye or paint it the same color as the frame background or display cabinet that you put it in so the focus is drawn to the button. Could you explain what takes place with the circuitry of a VLF or induction balance metal detector when you switch it to pinpoint mode. Also, I miss the old funky music. It was certainly unique to your show. Maybe you could use it as the ending of the podcast, or maybe for just special podcast. Keep up the great job you're doing. A podcast about metal detecting is great to listen to while you're driving out to metal detect. Thanks for the voicemail, Jim, and thanks for keeping me honest and on my toes as I had put the button away, giving up as I couldn't see a way of doing this safely and attractively. And then I totally forgot about it, to be honest. But your idea about the coin pocket gave me an idea that I could 3D print a little frame to go around the button, where then the button could clip into the frame. It took me only 20 minutes to draw up on the computer and about an hour or so to print as I adjusted the size to best suit the button and I have to say Jim, it worked a charm and now the button is proudly and most importantly safely mounted in my frame. So make sure to check out the picture I posted on Instagram but I'll also include this picture on the website. 
It looks great. The wife wants to put it up pride of place in the downstairs toilet. So pinpointing Jim, without doing extensive research, looking into patents and marketing blurb, my understanding of how pinpointing works is that it is, firstly, a separate program that runs in the machine at full power with zero discrimination, much the same way as all metal mode would work, but more like a PI machine with a pulse being sent out and received in turns. This allows you to not to have to swing the coil like a VLF machine to generate a response signal, Another difference being is in how the signal is processed. So in a previous episode where I described detection and transmission fields as a blade for a double D coil and a cone for a concentric coil, and I said at the time that this is not entirely accurate, but serves a purpose to illustrate the difference between the coil designs. What it really looks like is, imagine an upside down bell curve hanging below the coil with the tip of the curve being the sweet spot. A find at the edge of the coil will not resonate with as much power in the detection coil as a find in the sweet spot would. I'm assuming this power drops I would imagine as per the inverse square law so is easily measured and measured in decibels. Imagine a find in the sweet spot will have a decibel measurement of zero and this decibel reading will drop as you move to the edge of the coil to say minus 30 decibels. The sound you hear in pinpoint mode is a direct translation of the signal strength measured in decibels, so a low tone at the edge and a high tone in the sweet spot. Now, this is an assumption, so I could be way off the mark. I suppose a top tip is to know where your coil pinpoint sweet spot is. This can differ from coil to coil depending on shape and design. On the music, Jim, I've had compliments for the new sounds of the Metal Detecting Show podcast, but I hear you, and I will add the upbeat original soundtrack to the end of this show just for the crack and finally jim you hit the nail on the head about listening to the podcast while driving to a hunt that's exactly one of the founding ideas for this podcast i want people to have something to listen to that wasn't a rambling monologue for hours but something they could listen to when driving to their hunt and get them in the mood thanks jim for your message this week i hope i've answered all your questions well and keep the feedback coming and that goes for everyone If you want to give me feedback on the show and what could be better, just let me know. Or if you have a specific topic or question you want answered, I would be glad to cover it. I'm always on the lookout for content. Okay, so a quick tech time out this week as we haven't much time left. And this week I want to talk about an online tool that is a tool I have been using more and more. And that is Google Reverse Image Search. If you're not familiar with it, it is a function of Google from your browser or app where you can upload a photo and Google will use its machine learning and photo matching capability to give you results in pictures that match your picture. In the past, I've used this to identify coins, pieces of iron, etc, etc. My most recent effort with it was identifying a brass hatch pin and I found it and several like it, no problem at all. The key to using it is to make sure when taking the photo, you ensure to capture any detail in the object. It won't work if you take a blurred photo or a photo of something that has no detail at all, but if there is detail, then there is a good chance it will find something similar. As most people operate on mobile phones, the easiest way to access this feature is to use the Google Photos app and hit the lens button whose icon is a square with a dot inside it. 
Google will do its thing then and give you results based on the picture. Generally, I search any offline material I have at home first. But if Google image search doesn't work, I'll check Pinterest next, which is a surprising wealth of historical information. And if that doesn't work, I'll start putting it on the forms like the friendly metal detecting form. I have had some success on the Reddit or what is this thing? I am always amazed of the speed of results I get this way. However, don't be one of those guys or girls posting pictures of everything you find without doing some research first. And always include something for scale. That's it for this week. I hope you liked this episode of the Metal Detecting Show podcast. Check out our website, www.metaldetectingshow.com for this episode's show notes. Check out our Patreon page if you want to help the podcast stay alive or just want to buy me a coffee. Actually, if you want to buy me a coffee, you can do so now at buymeacoffee.com forward slash metaldetecting. If you'd like to leave me a voicemail, please do so on speakpipe.com forward slash the metal detecting show. The link will be in the show notes. And if you feel like taking your appreciation to the next level, feel free to leave me a positive review on any podcast directory of your choice. If you like this content and would like more, please don't hesitate to tell your friends and don't forget to hit that subscribe button. Once again, I hope you enjoyed this episode. We will chat to you all again next week. Get out there, eyes down and happy hunting. Happy hunting.